0: Hello and welcome to Downtime Podcast episode 135 with Alisa and Jeremy. It is a lovely Sunday, Alisa, and how are you doing?
1: I'm doing alright. I'm just, you know, just hanging in there, chilling. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Bought some turnips this morning from Daisy May and Animal Crossing, so I'm feeling pretty good. Hope I'll, Hopefully I'll make a lot of money this week.
1: Cool. How many turnips did you buy?
0: Um, uh, f- eight thousand turnips.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, my one of my. One of the friends was like, "Hey, turnips in my town are ninety bells," and we're like, "Okay, let's go there." So we all went there, and yeah, yeah we just went ham. <laughs> so I bought like eight hundred thousand dollars, eight hundred thousand bells worth of turnips. Holy so, shit! Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it big this week.
1: <laughs> hey, why not? Right. I got bells to at my friend's place for ninety seven bells Damn. because the bells. The turnips in my town were like 115
0: What? That's so expensive.
1: And I was like, um, yeah, I'm not going to buy it here. <laughs> no,
0: hell no. That's way too much money.
1: This is actually the first week that I'm going to try doing the stock market. Because last week, what happened was I visited my friend's island and she had an Easter egg hunt for Bunny Day. And... Part of the Easter egg hunt, I ended up getting 200 turnips from her. Nice. And then I sold that for 450, I want to say, each. And then after that, I was like, oh, I guess I'll just do this for a little bit. So I'm going to try this week and next week. Heck yeah. And make some profit that way aside from selling fruit
0: do it that sounds awesome yes it's like i to me the stock market is like the easiest way to make money in the game and like i know we talked about tarantula farming in our first episode of animal crossing but I've like completely mm-hmm. stopped doing that. The last time I did it was this earlier this week, just once, because Flick was in to town. To be fair,
1: when you were describing tarantula farming, it's, it seemed very time consuming. Yeah, capturing, yeah, capturing all those tarantulas.
0: No, yeah, that's the thing. So I had that mindset going into uh, a Nook Miles random island this week, and Flick mm-hmm. was in town, so I was like, well, I guess I'll miss. I'll just make one of these islands into Tarantula Island, catch a bunch of tarantulas, and call it a day. And I, I give Orville my ticket, I fly, I land, I'm like, all right, this looks like, this could be a bamboo island, or this could be a money rock island, whatever. I get to For it, sure. it's, it's Tarantula Island. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I stuff my pockets full of tarantulas, I go back, I'm like, Flick, take this, and he's like, all right, I'll pay you 700,000 bells. I was like, hell there yeah, dude. So I had, a, I had a really good stroke of luck earlier this week, but uh, yeah, now Very it's back nice. to day trading, stock market, so... That's how I feel
1: Cool, cool Um, My accomplishments this week are I caught quite a few turtles and have decorated my farm with them Not farm, my island with the snapping turtles And I have terraform now on my island
0: Nice, me too, I got it yesterday
1: Yeah, I got terraform for the first time Yeah, yesterday too Oh, I, oh! for some reason, I thought you always had Terraform, but I guess not. Oh,
0: no. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. For sure. So now I have that, and I'm like, wow, all this power to put the paths and the waterfalls and the cliffs that you want, and I don't even know what I'm doing yet. So my first priority with my island is I'm going to re- um reformat my plaza, because cause the way I have... The way that I set up my island is all of the stores and the museum are all on one part of the island, so i'm oh, gonna nice. re uh i'm gonna fix that into like more of a nice looking plaza and then after that I'm going to beef up some or and decorate with paths um the neighborhoods that I've created and okay. then um and then yeah, and then we'll go from there and then maybe create some random waterfall type shit. But that's all I that's all I have for this week.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know where to begin with my terraforming, so I just started making paths and I was like, Cool. I don't yep. know what else to do right now because like my town is pretty pretty it looks pretty good right now and I'm I'm I really don't care about the island star rating. Like I'm just here to make money right now and once I finish making money, I'm gonna start editing my island. And I visited all my other friends' islands, like some of them are deep into the terraforming game. And then some of them are just like, yeah, I've just built paths and I've edited some yeah, things right. here and there, and I'm like, that's
1: kind of that's yeah. where I'm at, the latter.
0: Yeah, you really don't need to hundred percent edit your town. I think you could really again, this is a game that you could take your time with. You can play over the course of the year because there'd be people out there time traveling, getting so much money, doing all these different things, and their islands are five star. And I'm like, well, are you gonna get bored of the game because Christmas hasn't even happened yet, Halloween hasn't happened yet. Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet, you know. There's all these other things that you could be doing in the game that I'm looking forward to, uh, mm-hmm. that I I want to like spread my excitement over time with this game, as yeah. opposed to just play it one and done and then finish it and move on. Because that's kind of how I felt as I I mentioned before in a previous podcast. That's kind of how I felt about playing Yakuza Three and Four. I was just like, there came a point where I was like. I want to finish this. Like, it's, I'm so tired of it now. I just want to finish it. Because 3 and 4 were, kind of felt like the same game. And I wanted to play other things. And Animal Crossing just came out, so I was really pushing to finish those. And I don't want to feel that mm-hmm. way about Animal Crossing.
1: Yeah. So, with Animal Crossing, the one of the only reasons why I want to terraform part of the island is so that I don't feel obliged to decorate that part of the island. I see. So... Yeah, so I wanna do some sort of landscaping for like a like maybe like a top left portion of my map so that I don't have to worry about adding furniture or doing anything to that part. Mm-hmm. And then I can focus on other parts that I actually in my in my head I know that I'm going to add furniture to and whatnot.
0: Right, right. Yes. No, that's cool. Can't wait to see that.
1: Mm-hmm. I, um... And speak- And speaking of Yakuza 3, I, I'm actually in Yakuza 3 right now. I'm on Chapter 7.
0: Oh, you're getting there. Awesome. Yeah. How do you like it so far?
1: You know, I gotta say, I this is a... The, the beginning of the game caught me off guard because I felt like there was a weird time skip that wasn't explained or covered. And it confused me... From a storyline standpoint, so, you know, in Yakuza 3, that game starts off in the future. You're, there's a, you're in a future moment with Kiryu and Rikia and Haruka. And then after that intro, chapter one st- uh, starts in the past, which it, it's a common thing. You, mm-hmm. you you introduce something that happens in the future and then you, you go back to the past. And then, and then at that point, it's like leading up to what happens in the future. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of chapter three with Kiryu and Nakahara, after I finished that chapter, it was like chapter three went straight. Uh, uh, sorry, after chapter three, chapter four went straight to that future point in the intro. Oh, and yeah. I was so confused because I wasn't sure if that was intentional or if I like missed a point in the cutscene ending chapter three because that time jump really confused me because i didn't understand where anything was coming from
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: do you know what i'm talking about by the way
0: i do i remember a hundred percent i just remember like the beginning and they're all like in the hospital and then um, i'm like what the hell's going on who are these other people and then yeah it cuts to like oh no oh we gotta go save we gotta go help him we gotta go see him it's like okay what? (laughs) This is now we're caught up. Now we're where the beginning was. This is interesting storytelling tech storytelling technique. It's very cinematic.
1: The the problem with the problem is just between chapter three and chapter four. It's like, it skips another point before we even get to the intro. Mm Mm-hmm. Get to the future. I mean, like to be like, I didn't mind at all when the intro started in the future. And then we went back to the past. It happens with a bunch of games. Mm Mm-hmm. It. I just felt, for some reason, like, it just skipped another part. And that confused me for quite some time.
0: Yeah. I see what you're but, saying. But,
1: yeah. So, it's, like, it's not the intro that was weird. It was the transition between chapter f- 3 and 4 that was weird.
0: Mm, okay, okay.
1: Yeah. But then I got over that. So, now I've been to both... Kamurocho and Okinawa. And I'm. Okinawa had some pretty good sub stories.
0: Oh yeah! Uh, first of all, I li- I just like how Okinawa looks and the layout and all and everything about it. It's beautiful.
1: Yes, I like how everyone is wearing tropical shirts. I like how all the yakuza except for the other the rival one are all in tropical shirts Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i like the feel of the town this is this is what i think is great about yakuza and when yakuza after the second one is that it went to different regions now which Mm -hmm. i feel like is very necessary so i like that we were in okinawa i like how in yakuza zero we went to osaka and then in Yakuza 5, you're, we're going to go to a lot of cool places like Sapporo and um, what, what what are other spots that we're going to go to. You go back to Osaka in Yakuza 5 as well. So cool. Yeah. It, it, and it's going to be a good time. Oh, and then Nagoya as well.
0: Oh, that's so cool. What? That's yeah, awesome. It, it,
1: yeah. There's, just a, it, there's a lot of spots that are visited in Yakuza 5.
0: Oh, but Kamorocha remains like the center of it all, I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. Dope.
1: I did the sub story where I had to trade a sea bream for a Meguro tuna. Uh huh. And I had to capture and fish for a tuna. And I just want to say that the fishing mini game is really difficult.
0: So. There's also a sub story you can do where you get tuna and I just did that.
1: <laughs> oh, which one is that?
0: Uh, I don't remember, but I got it from somewhere and I was like, I know what to do with this. And I just traded it and I was like, I don't have to catch it now because <laughs> it took Damn. me forever to try to catch the tuna. I was like, it you know was what?
1: really accomplishing though. I will say I was, I felt super accomplished when I caught the tuna. Actually, when I caught the tuna, I, I turned off my PlayStation. I was like, yep, I'm done for the day. You <laughs> did
0: t- you did it the right way. I did way.
1: everything I needed to do.
0: That's the, I, I respect that. You did it, you did it the right way, and I I think I think that's awesome.
1: Yes. So I'm liking Yakuza Three right now. Very quick game. I was surprised in a week I got to chapter seven. Yeah, chapters, right. The chapters are very very short. I almost feel like I finished this in like 25 hours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah.
1: But yeah, this this is this is a this almost feels like a quick hit. So I'm not I'm not complaining though. I'm having a good time so far. Um, the cabaret training game that you were talking about mm-hmm. is really hard. I completely agree with you. Um, yeah. So the complicating thing is when you're coordinating. So my the hostess Kiri, she like say for example the cabaret club wants her to stack up on charisma and they want a charismatic girl. So you can't just train charisma three times in a row. You have to do some roundabout way of training every single skill to get the charisma to go up. Huh. And that and that what I, and I think that's very complicated. So basically it's like you can't even bump up a skill for like two rounds or not not two rounds for two games all right yeah yeah and then also i almost feel like it's beneficial for an outfit to have everything for refined gorgeous cute and flashy so like for example i noticed this for the first time when i was stacking up um i was stacking up clothing and accessories to boost up my gorgeous stat because that was what the cabaret club was requesting at the time and then when i did it my my gorgeous stat actually went down. Huh. And I was really confused. But then I I learned uh through trying to f- add flashy to it that if I added both flashy and gorgeous items together, then both of those stats boomed like almost to max. So yeah. It was like, it it's a weird thing where this cabaret game is, you can't even stack up what you think you're supposed to stack up. You have to just do the variety.
0: Yeah, because you don't know what the people want in the club yeah. after. And yeah, so- yeah it's a, its all trial and error. And it takes time because with that first one, you have to build up enough money to buy more outfits to buy for the future girls so that the future girls will be easier to manage.
1: There's future girls?
0: There's more. Yeah. There's more than one hostess. You have to, once you, once you complete her in an S rank, then you have to move on to a different girl.
1: Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's stupid.
1: Oh, wow. All that's right. why I well,
0: gave up. I gave up halfway through and I was like, I'm done with this. I can't do this. And um, the game comes back in Yakuza 4, just FYI.
1: That's hard. Can, it, can I bring it or can I, is Yakuza 4 in Okinawa at any point?
0: You, uh, do you want me to tell you? I don't know if I should. I mean, I, it's it's not really a spoiler. Um,
1: oh, telling me a location not a spoiler. Okay,
0: okay, that's fine. So, yes and no, yes, because you get to go to Okinawa as Kiryu, but no, you don't get to go downtown, you only get to stay in, uh, like the what is it, Morning Glory orphanage area.
1: Oh, okay, got it. I thought what you were saying is when you said it comes back in Yakuza Four. I thought you were saying is I my save could actually carry over to Yakuza Four.
0: Oh, the Hostess Club mini game for, for the Hostess Club in Okinawa. No, 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 no. Um, it's in Kamurocho where you do that mini game.
1: I see. Nah, that's okay. I'm only gonna I'm only gonna uh get S rank for Akiri and then I'm done with that and just enough to get to finish the sub story. So yeah,
0: that's fine. That's yeah. I think that's fine.
1: Um, I will say, Yakuza Three is very smooth. Um, in terms of the frame rate and everything, I was surprised playing it. I kind of thought there was going to be a bit of a delay, but I thought I thought everything moved pretty quickly. I mean, obviously, since it's a it's a remaster, the controls are typical of what I expected of a PlayStation Three. But I I thought that the the video looks really nice. Yeah. And. And um, yeah, moving around is surprisingly really easy.
0: There are some and... cutscenes that bother me where they're like thirty frames a second. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Oh yeah.
0: And I'm like, okay, I can tell which ones were like, I, like, pre-rendered into a, like a video file format as opposed to. In the, within the game's engine. Because you know how mm-hmm. there's some... There's, of course, the ones that are, that are just text, where it's the two characters talking and their mouths are moving like robots. But then yeah. there's the ones that are 60 frames a second, which are, like, in the game, and they have, you know, the character's mouths moving like, you know, the voice actor. And then yes. there's the 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 pre-rendered ones that are, like, movie files within the game, which is, like, 30 frames a second, and it's, like, kind of jarring to take you out of that. Of course, you couldn't make those into um uh you know they couldn't remaster those so i can understand why they just left it in there
1: it's wild to me that this is that this game has the least amount of audio dialogue i think of any yakuza game so far
0: Uh uh-huh yeah
1: there's so much just clicking but there's not uh, it's like no one's talking over it i'm so spoiled from judgment where everything basically had a voice
0: Know, no right. matter
1: what the action was. And, and so this time around, uh, it was a little bit jarring. But I mean, it, like I said, it's a remaster, so it's okay.
0: That's what I felt about Yakuza 6. It's like every single piece of dialogue had a voice line behind it, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, going back to these older games, it's like, oh, yeah, it's... There are some sub stories in Yakuza three and four that I just breeze through like text wise, because it was just too much. I don't care about your dead, whatever. <laughs> just give me what I need and we'll move yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you done the um, English learning sub stories in, in Okinawa yet?
1: Oh, the one where the foreigner is flirting with me at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm done with it, but I think I finished at least like two levels of it.
0: Okay. That was
1: such a weird storyline because that foreigner was flirting with me. And, then it, and also tec- touching yeah. me i was like what is going on right now
0: and the text is all like big like let's yeah. have a good time <laughs> I'm like, what the
1: which heck? is so funny because on a japanese keyboard that really is what it's like when you're typing in english
0: <laughs> it's yeah it, it'd be like
1: it's so funny
0: it'd be like if we were playing the game and then some characters started like speaking japanese to us and you were like how do we read this it's like that's yeah. how the japanese players felt they're like which phrase in english is the right one <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> they probably look up a guide like, oh, okay, this is the right one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Gosh, she's so weird.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a weird sub story. But um, if you remember my comment about it a few podcasts ago, I think it's actually pretty funny. and uh, It's
1: really funny, but it's yeah. also really... But not as weird as the teenager that you befriend who's trying to get with a hostess lady.
0: Oh, yeah. That one's kind of weird, too. The guy's like, I really think she's hot. It's like... I want to ask her out. She's like twice my age, but it's okay. I'm like, what?
1: And didn't you just have problems asking your classmate out because you bought burgers six times in a row?
0: Man, that kid follows you to Cho, and That's weird.
1: How does that even happen? I love how after the sixth time that kid buys the burgers, Kiryu's like, you bought all those burgers.
0: <laughs> I know. Right? He ate them all too, which is he didn't I even know. store it. He just ate them all. He's all sick. I'm like, dude, what the heck? <laughs> Man, <laughs> come on.
1: That burger that burger sub-story was funny, though. I was like, what the hell's going on? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I think those are all the sub-stories that I wanted to talk about for now.
0: Oh, then he uh, then he hits on Haruka. Remember that?
1: I don't think I'm there yet.
0: Oh. But I'm Sorry. waiting for it. Okay. It's it's funny. I, w- I won't say anymore. more, but yeah. That's, okay, it's for fun. sure. Sounds good. Uh... Okay, cool, cool. Thank you for your Yakuza three update. I can't wait for you to finish it and also play four. Four is pretty short too, but I I think it's fun.
1: Yes, yeah. I I feel like I could finish this in two weeks because of how how fast I'm going. I
0: know, right? Yeah,
1: which is surprising. Oh well. Um, I also finished watching major uh, majority of Final Fantasy seven, and I watched the ending of Final Fantasy VII, the remake. And just because I I wanted to see where the cutoff was, and it was a great ending. I was very satisfied. I was very sadist... Weird. I was very satisfied with the choice that Square Enix made in how they were ending this game. Mm -hmm. Like, they chose a great spot to end this game, and I'll tell you why. As as a person who has played this game before, I... I thought that the game was going to end in a different spot and I'm glad that they didn't because this ending for Final Fantasy 7 ends in such a way where a player who has never played Final Fantasy 7 before should be very satisfied with where it is in case that the next part doesn't come out for another 2-3 to three years
0: uh.
1: So they chose a great spot for for a new person to not complain or like to like to be perfectly fine. So I in in ways I almost feel like um in in a bad w- in a bad way I almost feel like they like Square Enix is gonna buy more time to make part two, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I I do think that now that they have this game, it should in theory it should be faster making part two now. Yeah. In theory, but I think this is now that I s- see the ending and I've seen quite a quite a bit of uh, gameplay, I think that this is. A great game for people who have never played Final Fantasy VII before. Yeah. 100% now. Cool, cool. Yes. And then if you've already played Final Fantasy VII and you can't wait for the whole complete version to come out, then, you know, choice is yours. But, yeah.
0: I'm definitely going to wait. Uh, like like you talked about last time, I'm, I'm also going to wait uh, until the whole thing is released. Because, I don't know, I don't feel like playing an incomplete game. For sure.
1: Since you've never played it, though, this won't be as bad, I think. So, Okay. Yeah. Like, like, I think anyone who has never played this before or has completely forgotten about the storyline, it ends at a good spot where you're not disappointed.
0: You mentioned last time about, like, something about it being closer to the Yakuza series with minigames and stuff.
1: Oh yeah, they're the, it's really fucking weird. Uh, like I'm surprised. They, like they added so many <laughs> weird mini games. I'm wondering if it's be. Uh, I won- I'm wondering if it's becoming a trend of just Japanese RPGs in general.
0: Like just featuring little stuff you can do on the side. Yeah, I think it's because the yakuza games kind of got bigger in the West. Like. Sega realized, oh, everyone wants to play all these. That's why they're all released on PS Four now. And I think other game studios are taking notice. They're like, we yeah. have this big open world. What else can we add? Let's add darts. It's like, okay, I see where you're getting inspired from. That's cool. That's cool.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, Square Enix taking, uh, taking a tip or two. But I think it, from what I've seen on YouTube so far, I think it work. It works out to their favor. And like I said, I think anything is just better when you have a full dub of something instead of reading subtitles. Because mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII came out in what ninety seven, right? So it's been a it's been a minute.
0: Yeah, and like you know, Animal Crossing has a lot of reading. So does the Yakuza series. But for a lot of for a lot of people, like they don't want to read, <laughs> so they just want yeah. to play, which makes sense. Yeah. But you know, to each their own. Yeah.
1: So. Definitely, a Final Fantasy VII remake. Totally recommend for anyone who has never played it before.
0: Nice, yeah. I'm. I want to check that out. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm just again. I'm just gonna wait. Uh, I don't really feel like I need to play any other things since Animal Crossing and Dead by Daylight kind of take up my whole my whole repertoire right now. My whole tool belt of games. For sure. So, that's it. Yeah. that's That's cool. That's cool. I I can't wait to... I watch some people play and I can't wait to see the rest of the game when it's finished.
1: Yeah, totally. And then my last update is um, in a surprising turn of events, um, the PS4 Spring Sale that has been going on for about two, three weeks now. I got the Kingdom Hearts All-in-One package, which has Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5, 2.8, and 3.
0: Oh wow! How much was that? Thirty dollars. So you're gonna play all of them?
1: Yeah, it's four games for thirty dollars, include which bad. includes the one that came out last year.
0: Huh. I need to look into that.
1: And like, like it is so funny because I had a friend ask me if I played Kingdom Hearts three, and um, I looked at her. And I was like, I can't play that game if I have to replay all of these games and it's that expensive. Especially because they didn't specify before that that was even canon, the in-between games.
0: Mm -hmm. And then
1: I saw it on the spring sale and I was like, this is actually not a bad deal. And what I've been waiting for. So I bought it.
0: Oh, yeah. I I think I might buy this too. This looks pretty... Okay. It looks good for like it you save seventy percent. So that's pretty that's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad.
1: Yeah. It's and um Yeah, it should satisfy all the story points that I need to hit for three, I think. So Um I'm probably I'm not gonna play it all at once. Probably spread it out and play Kingdom Hearts three towards the end of the year or end of or beginning of next year, but I have this in my arsenal now.
0: That's cool.
1: Yeah. And those are all my video game updates.
0: Um I have one that's kind of news related. So Sony's given away the Nathan Drake collection and Journey for free.
1: I downloaded Journey because I sent, I already have I already have Uncharted, so that's fine. But I downloaded Journey because I was like, I've heard a lot of people talk about it, but no, well, it's free. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would I not get it?
0: (laughs) I also did the same thing. Um, I don't know when I'm going to play it because I know that you I was told that you have to play it in one sitting and you can't just like leave the game and, and save. you know, you could save the game, I think uh but there's certain story beat points like quote unquote levels that you go through so after each level ends there's like a little save icon or something and then you just leave if you want to but um because it could be quote unquote multiplayer with another person you know randomly joining you don't know if they're going to continue the journey with you if they want to sit through the whole thing so i um i i I intend to play the whole thing in one sitting is what i'm trying I to say I
1: heard that journey is only 2 to 3 hours yeah, as well,
0: it's very short. Another reason yeah. why I'm just gonna play the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Because why not?
1: Maybe if I'm, maybe if I feel like it, I could just finish it this week. We'll there see. There you go.
0: There you go. Yeah.
1: I'll think about it. I have, yeah, I have journey as well.
0: Okay, cool. I I remember someone saying that knack is also available for free somewhere, and I know Ooh. that's like. I think it was only in Germany or something. Um <laughs> uh, so okay. <laughs> but uh yeah. I uh I can I'm...
1: totally get to Germany. Sure. <laughs> On VPN. Oh what?
0: There you go, VPN. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna get that that Kingdom Hearts all in one package thing cuz i it's 30 bucks i don't think it's going to go any cheaper and i'm i'm just going to i don't know when i'm going to play it because i still want to play Yakuza 5 sometime maybe starting next month so mm-hmm. yeah we'll we'll see we'll see when i get to play Kingdom Hearts i i remember i was playing the first game on ps2 up until the little mermaid area and i was and i beat ursula and then i was just like i I'm going to move on. I can't be playing this game. So, yeah. Uh now I feel like it's a good time to refresh it. I'm not, like I, I'm not the biggest Kingdom Hearts fan, uh mainly because the story is really convoluted and I don't know. I've heard some nasty things about the fan base and I'm just like, uh I could be a fan, but not be like them. Right. <laughs> So I mean the Kingdom Hearts fan base
1: is as problematic as any other fan base. I don't know any specific stories of their fan base though unless you're unless this is a realm of fan baseism that also crosses into Disney cuz then you have quad then you have double fandom and that might be controversial. Ah. Uh.
0: I would but, think uh, but th- yeah. But
1: aside from like the bad eggs that I know, it's like any other fandom. I think
0: you have a point. Yeah, I mean every every fandom has their own like toxic people, I guess, bad people. Hmm. So yeah, that's a good point. It's it's funny because like did I talk about this? Where there was there's people who go to to go to Disneyland and ask about Kingdom Hearts to the cast members, and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I think I did, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, you can't talk about Keyblades and the Heartless and the because the cast members are like, I don't know what you're talking about,
1: which is so weird. But whatever.
0: <laughs> I understand Disney wanting to keep their parks and games and other entertainment separate, but I mean, why can't it all be cohesive? I don't understand.
1: Yeah, no, no I, that's why I
0: think it's dumb. I have uh, a couple pieces of news I want to talk about, and I know you have something as well, Lisa. Uh Jason Schreier left Kotaku. He was a prominent writer for Kotaku. I was about to
1: say, that name sounds really familiar.
0: Yeah, and everyone's speculating he might be going to the Washington Post because they started their own gaming section of their Damn. newspaper. So uh, part of the reason he left, uh, a lot of people are thinking is because uh, upper management is... Not the same because they have a new owner. I think they've changed hmm. owners twice so this time it's just like a lot of senior people are leaving because they don't agree they don't agree with their with the management and how things are being run, which makes sense um, it's just it's crazy because Kotaku has been kind of a source of uh, breaking news for a lot of things in the games industry. For example, there's a writer who broke the riot games like sexual discrimination story and uh, all those all those things happen uh to riot and uh you know now Kotaku, you know, as as uh as what's the word? It, it's it's one of those games journalism outlets that is reliable. So I don't know if that's ever gonna change. I don't think it will, but it's just all these people who used to work there or are who were the senior writers there Want to go elsewhere, they want to take their talents elsewhere, and yeah, that's okay, you know, that's that's the job, right? Everyone wants to grow, everyone wants to change. And if you don't like something, if you don't like something at all, then you could just leave
1: mm-hmm. totally. He and he's written quite a bit of articles too that have yeah. reached a lot of um, like press. Wasn't he the one who broke? The uh, whole IGN plagiarism story, or was that not him? That I might be thinking of someone else.
0: I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna claim it. I'm not confident with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's crazy. He's a uh, one of the most. He was one of the most prominent figures at Kotaku, and it's, it's you know, it's time for a change.
1: Yes, totally. That reminds me of um so the giant bomb. Um one of my favorite uh well one of my favorite podcasts is the Beast Cast. Mm-hmm. And two months ago, um, one of the members left. But he didn't actually leave like because he didn't like the company. He left because he was changing industries and then he actually um and then Dan moved to wwe
0: oh interesting the
1: wrestling company yep and so he's now a producer for um a lot of their online content
0: that's cool
1: yeah so he changed industries but then wwe is a shitty company (laughs) in itself oh yeah. yeah yeah so so it's like i i'm sure that he's gonna stay but i feel like they've done some really interesting things in like the last two months that I wonder if he's going to stay with WWE or not. But we'll see. Ma- upper management is probably like even in more flux because of the situation. But yeah, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. um, I think it's interesting how, you know, with all this, with with this whole pandemic going on, we're all, every, the, you know, the industry never changes, or ne- is never stopping. Like it's never going to, Change it's still going, hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, these people, I think that was a good time for them to just be like, ah, I'm done with this. Like, they could use this kind of as an excuse to just move on, which is fine. Yeah. because you could still write Actually. about video games, you could still talk about video games from the comfort of your own home. Yes, look at us talking about this over Discord, it's great. Oh, yeah. Um, And the last bit of news I have is China is they took out uh, Animal Crossing from Taobao, their Amazon equivalent um, to like this, their online shopping store that they have in China. I didn't
1: know that they that their online shopping store was called Taobao.
0: Yeah. Taobao. They have uh, Alibaba as well as another shopping site.
1: Okay, Um, that's the one. Okay, there you go. I was like. That was the one I was thinking of Alibaba, oh
0: yeah, yeah, and then um their their Google's called Baidu, so yes, yep. um, and this is in response to a lot of Hong Kong protesters using Animal Crossing as a way to protest the government of Hong Kong by you know showing little like pictures of Carrie lamb and then like s- like stepping over them and erasing them and hitting hitting them with l- with nets and uh, for those that don't know, Carrie lamb is like the The mayor of Hong Kong, governor of Hong Kong, something like that. And um, uh, yeah, so basically Hong Kong protesters are using Animal Crossing as a way to um, still protest without going outside. And they're posting their videos to Twitter. And of course, the Chinese government took notice and they're like, this children's game cannot be on the store anymore. We're going to take it away. And so it disappeared (laughs) from Taobao and anywhere online. So you can't buy it in mainland China anymore. But of course, the people that still have it are going to play it and you can't stop them. But oh, yeah. um, they,
1: once they have it, they have it.
0: But f- to further that, they're also like closing off any online compatibility. So Chinese players can't play with the international community and vice versa. Wow. So they're really Jesus taking. Christ. Yeah, they're taking this seriously. And I'm like, dang, dude, this is a kid's game. But OK. Gosh. Um, That's so wild. Yeah, what a time, right? What a time we live in. And that's all the news I have.
1: And then the last bit of news I have is that Grand Theft Auto 6 is in progress. It's in early development. Um, My prediction is if they announced early development right now, and then Red Dead Redemption 2 came out in 2018, I would say we're probably like five years out, maybe, to Grand Theft Auto 6. It's my prediction.
0: Nice.
1: So I'm excited for that. I hope that we don't... Good God, I don't want to go back to Liberty City. I want to... I want them to go back to Miami. <laughs> go to Vice City. Do something. Because <laughs> Grand Theft Auto five made me realize how much I missed San Andreas. So I really, really hope they go to Vice City for the sixth one. So um, we'll
0: see. I was reading an article about how uh, the uh, sixth game will take place in Miami in Vice City and you'll be able to fly down to South America. Yes. Uh, a- as part of the game and it'll take place in the 1970s and 1980s. So kind of uh, you know, hitting that narcos that narcos like train, I guess, um hitting that fan base and that storyline, so maybe you'll encounter drug lords um uh, who are trying to take their drugs up to the US. So yeah, manifest,
1: that's... and make this rumor come true. Oh and, my god. I mean, I'm this is down amazing. For it. That's, that's beautiful. That sounds so cool. I mean,
0: I, I... Although... Although the past what, big three Grand Theft Auto games have circled the same cities in their previous generation, like, I'm okay with it. Uh, they, they're they expanding, which is nice, you know? Like, um, Grand Theft Auto 5 is much bigger than San Andreas, and Grand Theft Auto 4's Liberty City was nicer than Grand Theft Auto 3's. So... Yeah, I mean, they can only go up from here. So it sounds yes. like Grand Theft Auto 6's map will be the biggest in the entire franchise and it will encompass Especially if you're going city. to South America. Damn. Oh yeah, that's a whole other country, a whole other continent. So um, yeah, well... That's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm really... Oh, I'm looking forward to it.
1: I'm going to yeah. manifest this rumor to make sure that it happens because <laughs> that is an amazing storyline already.
0: It sounds here. awesome. Yes. Oh yeah.
1: Cool. That's all the news I got. We got questions. No? I think that we have one question on YouTube.
0: Um is it the same one from last week?
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think it came from um it came from on our new episode. One moment.
0: Oh, I didn't get any notification. That's weird.
1: It's all good. It's all good. I I saw it when I logged on. So. Almost there. Okay. From episode 134, of the Bunny Day podcast, Fresh Jay goes, What's up, y'all? This is JT, one of Jeremy's homies. Oh I'm my definitely God. Give this listen a I'll give this a full listen soon. I just want to say I'm about 75% done with the Final Fantasy VII Remake story, and the game is incredible. They really did a fantastic job expanding the story of Cloud and his friends in Midgar. Gameplay is smooth as butter, too. Completely blown away by this remake.
0: Oh, JT. Oh, my God. Long time no see.
1: Completely agree with you, JT, because everything that I've watched on YouTube has looked great.
0: Yeah. Um everything is fantastic. It, it it looks beautiful. The characters, their their models look great. They look a little bit more photorealistic. Um I hope you're enjoying the game a lot. Um I I know there's a lot of concern about the next part and that and your and the save not crossing over. But um uh, I hope everyone and especially you are enjoying this little What do you mean the save game?
1: won't cross over?
0: Someone told me that uh, the, your save won't cross over to the next part of Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I was like, why would that? That, that, that yeah. makes no sense." And I was like, "I was like, yeah, that. Why would that? Doesn't make any that sense. Literally
1: makes no sense." He's
0: like, "Yeah, then you have to start over." I'm like. What do you mean you have to start over?
1: It's like halfway through This the, guy is tripping. I, I, that's, that is hard to believe. What yeah. is going on right now?
0: And I was like, I don't believe that in the slightest, dude. He's like, yeah, well, that, that, we just got to wait. And I'm like, dude, I don't understand. Are you, are you drunk? Ah. Yeah, I was like, that
1: literally makes no sense. They would not. Do that, like. yeah.
0: I was like, "What do you mean? Why, why wouldn't your save cross over? Because you're yeah. if you complete one part of the game. Shouldn't it cross over to the next part? So I, yes. don't, I don't know what he was smoking. Whatever, dude. <laughs> um, I don't believe that. I still believe that your your save's gonna cross over to the next part. But I don't know. It's Of course. Because yeah. you
1: developed, you developed all your um, like materia and shit in this game, so you have to. It has to crossover, and it makes absolutely no sense. Come on,
0: come I think, on. I think what come he on. said was like, I think what he said was he he wants to start from zero again, or like he says they're gonna restart y- your character from zero so that you could play from the beginning up until the next. I'm point. so confused. This yeah, exactly. Like, and I was this like, this literally
1: makes no sense.
0: I, I don't even own the game. I know exactly what you're talking about, and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
1: Like Square Enix can't be that dumb,
0: yeah, so and if they
1: are no i I'm not gonna put that out there. They're not that dumb, we're fine,
0: because <laughs> if you do restart, I'll be like, dude, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly because it because if i if it is true, then I'm just be, like what the fuck's going on? No, but we're okay, we're okay,
0: oh, uh, yeah, so um cool j t thank you so much for putting your comment in. Thank you for listening man i I haven't seen you in so long, I hope you're doing well, buddy um and uh yeah i let's hang out man
1: <laughs> but it has to be on webcam just saying
0: oh i mean yeah sadly well whenever this thing blows over we could see each other in person
1: yes all right if you have any questions for the next episode www.downtime.live has a form as well as our discord link and the Discord link is in the episode description as well. You can email us at contact@downtime.live. You can comment on any of our platforms where we have the podcast. So YouTube, Stitcher, Podbean. You can add us at Twitter. And you can write us a review from Apple Podcasts and we'll read it.
0: Yeah, and if you want to join our Discord community, it's in the description of any of these uh, platforms that you're listening to. Uh, You just click on the word Discord or click on the link next to the Discord name, and it'll take you to an invite link to join our Discord community, where we talk about everything from Animal Crossing to the Yakuza series to Terrace House to anime, anything you want. Music. We have a music channel. So if you want to hang out with us, if you want to ask us questions directly, use that platform. And we will respond to you.
1: Yes. And that's it for episode 135. Hope y'all had a good time.
0: And we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye.